0: I have two grandsons. One is three and a half. The other is 21 months. How do I explain to them what my life is like if I go on dialysis? Or require a transplant? Sure, I'm a writer. But not for children. That's a special kind of author. That's why I asked Jessica Webb, a Christian children's book writer, if she wouldn't mind explaining how she came to write a kidney disease book for children. She was kind enough to guest blog to clue us in on her particular journey. Here's what she wrote. I was always aware that I was different from other kids my age for as long as I can remember. But it wasn't until I was pregnant that I found out something wasn't right. A 24-hour urine test came back with a very high protein count. That was the beginning of a new chapter in my life. I was referred to one of the top nephrologists in Louisville, Kentucky when I was about four months pregnant. To my dismay, my pregnancy was now considered high risk. I was informed I had some sort of kidney disease, but a biopsy could not be performed until after I had the baby. We continued routine OB-GYN appointments, nephrology appointments, and high-risk OB-GYN appointments. Around 35 weeks, my creatinine was close to 2.5. My doctor panicked and said the baby had to be born before there was more kidney damage. That started 48 hours of hell. I was pumped full of magnesium because I'd had a few bouts of high blood pressure. The medical staff assumed I had preeclampsia. Magnesium sulfate was protocol for preeclampsia. I felt paralyzed and everything was blurry. I started having very, very low blood pressure, was throwing up, and came close to passing out. The morning after my son's birth, I awoke feeling sick. I still was nearly blind and could not move a muscle. I told my husband something was amiss and they have to stop giving me this magnesium ASAP. My husband and I don't like conflict. We try to trust doctors and nurses. We never had a reason not to. But I told my husband if something doesn't happen, I'm going to die. Get me the nurse now. I yelled. For the first time in my life, I was aggressive towards the nurse because she wasn't listening to me. I told her to stop the magnesium right away. She did. A few hours later, a nephrologist arrived who said, Thank God, you told them to stop the magnesium because it was 8 on the 1 to 10 magnesium scale. 9 is when most people go into cardiac arrest. The nurses had also given me Advil and Motrin for pain and that made my creatinine skyrocket. I learned during that hospital stay how differently we have to treat our bodies as people with kidney disease. Our bodies do not react the same way as non-kidney patients' bodies do. Once I was discharged from the hospital and then my son was a month later, I started my journey of finding out what my kidney disease was caused by. We did a biopsy. The nephrologist told me there had been no doubt in his mind I had FSGS. Then began the extensive researching, reading, and asking questions about this disease. I learned that even with a transplant, FSGS can come back in the new transplanted kidney. I was devastated. What really helped me get through those months was that I started to illustrate and write children's books. I wrote two Christian-based books over those months and sold a lot to friends and family. I knew what my third children's book had to be. I wanted to write a book about kidney disease, dialysis, and transplant. I wanted it to be lighthearted and funny, so young children could understand the seriousness of the situation. If they had a family member on dialysis— I wanted to explain to them why this person didn't always feel healthy enough to participate. Or, if they were the ones on dialysis or had to have a transplant, to give them ways to cope. I also wanted to show preventive ways to take care of your kidneys and give more information on the subject in general. When I looked around to see if there was anything like that when my son was little, I couldn't find anything. He learned the hard way. But I would have given anything to have a book to help his little mind understand the gravity of the situation. My book, the book about kidneys, and no, not the beans, has been a hit with the dialysis community. I'm so glad to be offering this resource to the little ones in our lives. Three things I wish I'd known before this all happened. One, I wish someone had told me to take a breath and get a second or even third opinion. Two, you are the only true advocate for yourself and your health. Doctors only know what they've seen before or what they've studied. But this is a very complex disease, and all of our bodies are different. Don't let anyone brush off a symptom they say is unrelated. 3. If you aren't the one on dialysis but your loved one is, be patient with them. This disease is a nasty one. One day they may not feel too bad and the next may be their worst day. Love them and be kind. Don't just ask them how you can help. Take it upon yourself to do so. I hope to release more books on the subject of kidney disease and major illness. You can find my books on Amazon. Thanks. Jess. While the book does have a bit of a Christian bent, I found it well worthwhile for children. It's fun and informative without being overwhelming to little minds. I'm a bit relieved that there is a book to explain to my grandson should that be necessary. Until next week. Keep living your life.